Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple. This is the podcast where we take the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. I'm your host, Anthony NPR Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by the one, the only, our Dan and the field correspondent, Kruger. How you doing, Dan? I think you're almost a little too loud for NPR. We got to bring this down, okay, bring down a little bit yeah. more, a little bit breathier, slower. All right, a lot slower. Well, to all the listeners out there, yeah, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time this. out of your day to listen to join. <laughs> um, so we were at a conference that last weekend. <laughs> this is very jarring, probably mm. for people who've never listened to the podcast before. They're like everyone's turning their volume way down right now because they just cranked it up. Yeah, they're going up, they're, they're going down. They're mad, and they're also like, "What are these guys?" Do, who are, I don't want to listen to this anymore. But if you're a tried and true you. lifer, then you guys probably. I think appreciate our witty banter. At least you tolerate it. I think you're still here yeah. for some reason. I saw a review on iTunes the other day from one of you dear listeners that said that you enjoyed the witty banter. So um, we're just trying to make it fun. We're trying to make multifamily investing not so scary and overwhelming and trying to make it fun and accessible. So if you don't like that, if you don't like fun, well, you get on out of here. I'm talking about fun. You know what would be fun, Dan? Hmm. Let's do a quick episode and address the gorilla. The gorilla in the corner. Mm. Or is it an elephant? I can't remember. Here's the thing. I think it's an elephant. We might have we might have been called, and I'm not saying that we have. I'm just saying mm. we might have been called a slumlord. Ooh, who's Some, <laughs> somebody on social media? So we gotta take this very seriously and take near to dear to heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't actually call us a slumlord, but I did want to unpack this a little bit. So let me get can I give context? Please. Okay, because you actually probably don't know the context. I don't, actually. Yeah. I'm very curious. Okay, so here's what we do. Um, Reed, who's our marketing wizard, he um, he goes and he reaches out to people. And like we're always trying to get book reviews because book reviews are important. So what we do is we send people, you know, hey, if you would like a free copy of the book, we'll send you, an, uh, you know, the digital copy and the audio book and you can listen to it. That's and a if, really good deal. And if you like it, leave a review. We'd love you to leave a review. Oh. Like. Awesome. It's really simple. How much money and, are we losing on this? No one talks um, about this. We are broke. Uh, oh, we geez. are out. We're out of all the monies. But in this offer goes to all of you that are listening to this. If you did not realize that you can get a free copy of the book, email me at Anthony at Invictus Multifamily. I'm going to send you the ebook and the audiobook for free. If you want the physical, you can get it. Um, you just have to pay for shipping. That seems like a pretty fair deal, right? Yeah, I don't agree with all these things because I'm trying to run a profit. He's trying to make money, year, and I'm just over here trying to give away books. All right, let's do it. So, so we tried to give away a book to guy on Instagram, and the guy did not want the book because the book is called Passive Investing Made Simple, and he said something to the effect of passive investing is a myth. Anybody that believes that is a slumlord, and those are the types of people that I buy the prop, like I buy the properties from them, um, or something to that effect. Oh. So he took like the righteous. He was triggered by something. He was triggered. Well, and in fairness, like there is a lot of conversation about passive income and passive investing on yeah. the interwebs. And a lot of it is Especially absolute crap. Yeah. So I get it. Um, but 
let's just unpack this real quick. What are your initial thoughts to something like that? Um, well, I, first off, I think that uh, his his uh, connection between passive investing and slumlord is I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't either. get how a slumlord is associated with passive. Honestly, I think I think his idea was I he, know don't have investors. Yeah, he wasn't. He, I don't think he was aware of the model of yeah. syndication. First of all, I think what he thought we were trying to say is like you go buy buildings, you don't have to do anything, and they're just mm. going to generate cash yeah, flow. Like so you don't have to do any course or workshop. Yeah. Like we'll teach you how to do this. Yeah. No work, no money. And you don't have to do any work with the residents or anything. And like if you guys have been listening to us more than this episode, you know that we take resident care very seriously and like that this is not something that we think is easy or uh, there's not work involved. Um, so passive investing through this model of syndication is new to some people, especially somebody who's in the industry, he's buying stuff. So yeah, I can get it. I get it. But the thing that like initially um, that I took away from this is that it's very easy to poo-poo things that we're not familiar with mm -hmm. when we're an expert. So it's like that Alex Hormozzi quote, I think that's actually quoting somebody else, which is, oh, this was actually Orson Scott Card quote, which is, we question all of our beliefs except for the ones that we truly believe yeah. and those we never think to question at all. Mm -hmm. And it's just, for me, as an expert in real estate, like, or investing in general, like the question I ask myself is, okay, what are those things that I hold so clear or dear to my chest that, I don't even think to question when it comes to investing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, I mean, the slumlord thing is is, is a uh, an interesting topic because it's it's very easy, and I think it's honestly common for landlords and property owners to be perceived as these wealthy, greedy individuals that want to just um, extract uh, money and resources from those poor renters who who uh, just can't who don't know any better. So there's this perception that the property owner, some sort of rich, greedy person who's just trying to, you know, get rich, right? So that's, that's kind of a common theme that we run up against as real estate investors, especially this day and age. And depending on the political environment that uh, you operate in, this may be more exaggerated or less. Um, typically in more tenant-friendly states, there's probably going to be a little bit more uh, animosity towards towards landlords. But at the end of the day, there's a big difference between being a slumlord and doing what we do. So I think it would probably be beneficial for people if we define, okay, what what is a slumlord actually? And you'll see yeah. that there's actually a very stark a difference between a slumlord, once we define it, and what we're actually doing. Yeah, I think a slumlord, the way I think about it, and you might disagree, um, is somebody that goes in, buys a building, and they have no intention on actually making it better. Not actually, they don't add value. They just take the thing and they just try to squeeze all the juice out of it. They're like, I'm going to get all that juice out of these poor renters and I'm not going to make the property better. I'm just going to jack up prices to the level of price gouging, which we've done an episode on what's the difference between price gouging versus like um, acceptable rent increases. And I think it's just somebody who's just trying to take rather than give you know, leading with value. And as a result, then also getting, it's like the rising tide lifts all boats. That's the mm -hmm. way I look at what we do. We try to add value, which is right, like lifting the tide and all the boats go up. So then the tenants are getting like our residents are getting more out of their living experience. They're getting a community they can call home, which is like the ultimate value. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a, an apartment that someone's letting you use for X dollars a month. It's a place where they raise a family. So I think it's for me, the slumlord, thing can be kind of def defined by you know, basically two kind of uh, possible attributes. You could have both or one or the other, but it's either uh, excessive price gouging, like Anthony mentioned, and or 
complete lack of disregard for the well-being of the the residents and the the quality of the building like so you might be a slumlord where you don't really jack rent some people but you do absolutely nothing mm -hmm. to provide a a quality uh, safe living experience for your residents where you just don't fix things there's leaks forever there's mold like that's kind of the first thing i picture when i mm -hmm. hear slumlord is just a really run down uh not at all maintained property and uh, we definitely don't check check that box no <laughs> we don't check that is, one even if you're not uh you know letting the place run to the ground maybe you're just jacking the rent up excessively you know 10 15 20 percent on an existing resident when you haven't provided any value to them mm -hmm. right uh so it's either one of those or both of them i think that's yeah. in my mind what makes actually uh, which one do you think is more prevalent i have my theory uh, i want to say the latter the the, yeah. the price gouging is more prevalent oh really yeah i forgot what ladder means okay I, I disagree i might have said that one first i don't even remember <laughs> what, what happened so, 10 seconds ago, but um but i would guess that the price gouging honestly was is probably more prevalent because that's kind of sneaky where it's like not necessarily it's not a clearly defined line where it's slumlord behavior right so it's kind of a slippery slope maybe someone's bumping rents five percent when they come in all of mm. a sudden seven the next year's ten they just get a little bit more aggressive into the point interesting he's in there where i think the complete lack of uh care for the property i think probably resolves itself fairly quickly and I, people will i just i think i disagree i might it, be wrong and, i have no data the, on this I just, no we have no data this is so. this is just totally subjective just from the gut we have yeah. no idea i but i think i disagree because i think it's really easy to what ends up happening the longer you hold a property you can really easily become entitled and start to think like that's not my problem that's the resident's fault the resident did that they should fix it it's their responsibility and sometimes when things aren't mm. clearly laid out in the in the lease that's when you really start getting these issues of like hey this is your job no it's your job and it gets back and forth yeah. and i think the longer you stay in the game the easier it becomes to become disenchanted with residents and be like it's your problem you fix it yeah yeah and i think naturally people tend to transition to more of a curmudgeon as they get older anyways. So I'm already there, so know, good I'm luck. To as quick good as possible. Luck. Not in business, just in general. I just want to be just want to be Larry David. That's my I don't even know who that is. What? Uh, <laughs> All right, I just offended talk. you. Uh, yeah. I apologize. I did not know. Do you not know actually? Um, I, I'm very I'm very like on the outside. If I'm He's like funny. as far outside of the sphere I, I'm like peeking in. I can kind of see who that person is. The world? The sphere of the world, I guess. <laughs> or like uh, popular culture. I mean, Seinfeld is Who's that? It's kind of a big deal. I don't know. Hey, it's it like 30 years. Anyways. Anywho. Kirby Enthusiasm is right. on right now. It is hilarious. <laughs> Check it out. It's All right, guys. Everybody. You guys, you all can see that we've clearly run out of content here to add value to your day. We're, we're at the point this where we're just evolving. This, I think it's weird. Hopefully you got something out of this. I don't know, dear <laughs> listener, what it was. If you got something, please go leave yeah. a review and let us know. Like, hey, that thing about the thing, that was a thing. Bottom line, we're Appreciate not slumlords. We're, well, uh, some people might disagree. It's uh, one guy. It's one guy. <laughs> so and one guy off the internet. So take that for what you will. Um, so hopefully this brought you value. Go leave a review. Share it with somebody that you think was get some value out of it. Share it with somebody you think is a slumlord. Ooh. Yeah, we're calling you out. Um, hopefully, hopefully you don't continue to those people. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, 
sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.